You're listening to the Church on the Move Roswell podcast. We hope this message inspires you, encourages you, and challenges you to take your next step with Jesus. Thanks for listening. Let's check it out. In Matthew 5, you know, this is a pretty commonly talked about scripture, but I want to read the scriptures above it before I get to the scriptures about salt and light. He says this, Jesus says this in verse 11, how blessed you are when people insult and persecute, persecute you and speak kinds, all kinds of cruel lies about you because of your love for me. God said we're blessed in that. You know why? Because he said he'll heap out rewards on us because we're standing up for him. You ever had, you ever had somebody stand up for you when someone was telling a lie and you just appreciated it so much that they stood up for you? You valued that, and you thought, you thought, golly, man, how, how, how incredible a friend. How incredible is my husband, my wife? How incredible is this person that they would stand up for me and fight back and say, that's a lie. That's not true. That's not what happened here, and defend you. We all value that at an extremely high level, right? Well, God does too. And he said, when you're standing up for me and they're lying about you, he said, I'm going to bless you for taking that stand for my cause. That's what he's talking about right here. Then he says this. He says, so leap for joy. Man, you know what? Uh, I I just, I'm reading through Revelations right now because I'm going to teach on it in January. Some more time early next year, I'm going to teach the book of Revelations. And we're going to walk through it. Uh, And so... Uh, man, there is tons around the throne of heaven. There is lots of shouting. You missed your opportunity. There's a lot of singing. There's tons of singing. They're constantly shouting, singing, worshiping. Uh, and then sometimes they just, they'll shift into talking. Sometimes they'll just get reverent and be still before the Lord. All of those things happen in the first five chapters of Revelations. All of it. I mean, the elders are throwing their crowns down multiple times. Like, just throwing it down say, man, you're the one worthy of worship. We're going to throw our crowns down. And they fall on their face. And they shout. And they sing. And they're joyful. And, man, all these things. God said, leap for joy. I mean, there's a, there should be a joy about us that is is like that inside of us. You know, we, we did that prayer for people, and man, and because God's always wanting to love on us. And so that's why God moves in those ways during service and at different times. He always wants to let us know we're loved and cared for. And, and you know, because he always has our best interest at heart. He doesn't give us what we think we need. He gives us exactly what we do need. That's what God does. He gives us exact, you know, I, I'm going to brag on my wife a little bit. My wife is the, she is exceptional at buying the perfect Christmas gift or birthday gift. She's just exceptional. I mean, I don't even think about stuff she buys for me, and I'm like, man, I don't even think that's exactly what I'd want. She knows what I want without me even knowing what I want. I kid you not. I don't know if anybody else's husband, you know, yeah, but I mean, she gets stuff for me. I'm like, my gosh, I know I needed that. I didn't even know I wanted it, but I do want that. You know, it just she's just really exceptional at that. And uh, she's terrible at keeping a secret, though. You know, I bought her this great Christmas gift, and she's like, well, my, her birthday's this Friday. So I, she's like, no, just give it to me on my birthday. 
don't know how many Christmases she let the kids open up all the gifts a week early. And I think she's so excited about what she gets because she knows they're going to like it. And I've seen some of the gifts she's got them. They're going to be like, golly, that's perfect. You know, but, but God is so much better at it than we are. He knows exactly the perfect gift at the right time to give us. And he said right here, man, if you're being, if you're being judged or lied about or anything like that's happening, persecuted for, for my sake, he said, I'm going to bless you. The word blessed means happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable. And a lot of that, the, that rejection comes from envy. You know, they killed Jesus over jealousy and envy. They killed him over that because his love was so great and the power that exuded out of him was so great. His compassion and his wisdom was so great. They were so jealous. Instead of, instead of saying, golly, this is awesome, they fought against it, and a lot of people do. But God said, man, I want you to leap for joy. I want you to understand how I'm going to take care of you and bless you for standing up for my cause. For standing up and saying, no, this is the truth about Jesus. Here's, what he's, here's who he is. Here's what he's done in my life. And we, we give a constant testimony. We're constantly testifying about the goodness of God and defending his cause. Amen? So he said, so leave for joy. <coughs> Excuse me. So leave for joy since your heavenly reward is great. Our reward isn't just good. Our, our reward in heaven is great. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm not looking forward to dying anytime soon, but man, I'm looking forward to the great reward that God has for us. He said, reward is great, for you are being rejected the same way the prophets were before you. It's the same spirit of rejection. It's the same spirit of the world. Then he says this. In the midst of all that, he said, your lives are like salt among the people. Our lives are supposed to be like salt among the people. One translation says, we are the salt, T-H-E, salt. We're the salt. Otherwise, there isn't any other salt. Without us, there's no salt. What does salt do? It adds flavor to everything. Man, my dad always had a salt and pepper shaker wherever he went. Always. I, was, I went to visit him in the hospital. He had had surgery. And then they found he had Asian orange poisoning and cancer. And, and they would bring him food, and they're trying to feed him better, you know, this and that and other thing. And he would, he would go, when they'd walk out, he'd go, hey, Troy. I'd say, what? He said, get in my toiletry kit over there and get my salt and paper shaker. <laughs> he packed a salt and pepper shaker. My mom knows. He always, he, and he said, and here, 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 put it back. Hide it, because they'll take it from me. And so he always had salt and pepper. And I'm the same way. I have, I have salt and pepper shakers everywhere. I mean, I have them everywhere at church. I mean, if I need salt and pepper, I got salt and pepper. I'm exactly like him. There's, we got like six of them at the house, different spots. You know, Julie just bought two more today. As a matter of fact, I filled them up, put them on the table. But it adds, why? Because, man, salt, to me, always adds flavor to everything. It adds flavor. And we're supposed to be adding flavor. We're the salt. And the reason that, that with, with God we can be that, without God we cannot be that, I want you to understand this thought for a moment. Just think this thought for just a moment. This is, this is a serious thought. That without God, without God, you can't possibly understand any truth you can't understand love, you can't understand joy, you can't understand kindness, you can't, you can't, it's impossible without God to really understand any of those concepts, any of them. 
That's why when Pontius Pilate's, you know, Jesus said, I came to testify to the truth, he said, what is truth, and walked off. He didn't really want to know. He's being sarcastic because they always had these philosophical discussions among the Greeks and the Romans. What's truth? And you're tr Just like they are now. This is no different. Your truth, my truth, who's the truth? And Jesus is like, I'm the truth. And the only way you'll understand love, the only way you'll understand to be salt, the only way you'll understand any of these concepts is you have to go to the origin. You have to go to the creator of it. God's the origin of love. He's the origin of salt. He adds flavor to everything. Man, look around the world. Look around the universe. They have pictures now that 1.4 billion years back, those pictures are phenomenal. God adds flavor. He adds something to everything. There's something cool about every animal. I mean, there's just something cool. I don't get insects. That's a question I got for them, you know, about insects. I know they're food for the birds. They got to eat something too, right? But, I, I mean, there's something cool about everything. Everything that he touches, there's something cool about it. There's something special. He adds salt to everything. Everything. And when you understand God, then you'll understand how to be salt. When you get to know him, and the closer you get to know him, the more salty you'll be. And I don't mean salty in the sense that, you're sarcastic and sharp-tongued, but, I mean, it might go along with that. But, but I mean salty in the sense that you add flavor to people's lives around you. And you won't be perfect at it, man, but you can be really good. But you can't understand that unless you know God. You can't understand love. And that's why some people, I was talking to a guy the other day, said, man, I, I read the Bible. I can't stand, understand it. I said, you can't. I said, you'll never be able to until you know God. You can't know truth, you can't know love, you can't know kindness, you can't know true generosity, you can't know any of those concepts without knowing God. You can't know forgiveness without knowing God. You'll never understand any of it. You'll never be salt, you'll never be salty, you'll never add flavor to people's lives around you until you know God, until you know him. And the second thought is the exact same. He says, you live, uh, your lives are like salt among the people, but if you, like salt, become bland, how can, you, how can your saltiness be restored? Flavorless salt is good for nothing and will be thrown out and trampled on by others. Your lives light up the world. So we're salt and light to this world. Again, another translation says you're the light. Jesus is the source of light, and then he puts his light in us, and now we're the light of we're, we carry his light to the world. But you can't understand that without first being born again. You can't understand it without knowing Jesus Christ as the Lord. I tried to read the Bible when I didn't know him as Lord. Couldn't understand anything, what it was saying. But when I got, when I accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord of my life, man, I, it was crazy to me how that word, how the word of God lit up to me. Like, okay, I get that. I understand that. And then I started praying, God, teach me how to love the way you love. Teach me how to care the way you care. Teach me wisdom. Father, I do so many foolish things, Lord. Teach me wisdom. I've made so many dumb mistakes out of emotion, out of anger or whatever the emotion. And I'm like, God, I don't want to keep living foolishly. But, but the only way that he could explain it to me is I had to first accept Jesus Christ as the Lord, as the truth, the way the truth in the life. And when I accepted him as that, that's when I went to the source, when I went to the 
origin, the original, the manufacturer, the creator of it all, of every good thing. Now I understand. I know good from evil. I know, I know, I know good from great. I know, I, I can understand now all these concepts. I can understand what true forgiveness feels like and acts like. I know what salt and light means. I get it. You know, have I reached the ultimate conclusion on it? No, because God's word's like digging for treasure, man. You find one treasure and you pull it out, then you realize, hey, there's treasure right below this. You guys keep on digging. You'll, we'll never get to the bottom of the treasure of it. But during this season, I wanna encourage you, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord of your life, focus on being salt and light. And I'm gonna say this too, if you'll focus on being salt and light to those around you, what happens is God's gaze God's gaze goes beep, 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 and then he'll become salt and light for you. He said, put my kingdom first, and I will add. When you put him first, you say, listen, I'm not going to focus on my issues. I pray about them. I talk to you about them, God. I'm going to cast them on you, and then I'm just going to go be salt and light, and I'm going to put your kingdom first. I'm going to be salt and light to people around me. I'm going to be salt and light to those people that are, you know, grabbing the last thing off the shelf that I wanted to buy for Christmas. I'm going to be salt and light to the crazy drivers and the slow drivers that wear me out. I'm trying to get here in a hurry tonight. Man, every time you're in a hurry, man, it's like the slowest person in the world. I'm like, God bless you. Get out of my way. But you know what? I just want to encourage you, man. Just focus on being salt and light to those around you. Trust God that he, what he said, he'll, he'll do what he said. When you, when you put his kingdom first, you say, okay, God, you made me salt. I'm going to add flavor. I'm going to add light. I'm going to add hope. I'm going to add value to people. He said, then he'll turn around and he'll do it for you. He'll put your needs first. And you'll start to see your needs being met. That's the whole point of it. That's why he said, if you'll lose your life, you'll do what? Come on, church. If you lose your life, you'll do what? Come on. If you lose your life, you'll do what? Gain it. That's what he's talking about. So focus on being salt and light to your family, salt and light to people at work, regardless of how they act. Let's just be salt and light and watch God start taking care of us and our needs and what we need and the things that we need in our life because he promised he would. He said he'll add life to us. Add life to us. Listen, uh, every eye closed here and online. Thank you for joining us online too. A little bit different service tonight, but good. Man, God's so good. He cares. You know, if there was one person that needed prayer tonight, he would, he would stop this whole service. Just That's how much he cares. That's how much he loves. And so, but right now, I know there's people in this room. You've been looking for answers. Some of you, all your life, and when I mean all your life is, you've lived a while. You're not, you're not 14, 15. You've lived, you're 40, you're 50, maybe older. And you've been looking all your life. And there's always been some unhappiness and some unease. It's like your life has never been easy and there's always been this unhappiness and there's, it never seems to have a, a, a joy to it. And it,
I'm speaking to somebody right now. It just never seems to have a salt. It always is just a grind. When you become a Christian, that means you're going to follow Christ. You're not going to ask him to follow you. You're, you're saying, hey, the rest of my life I'm following him. It doesn't mean it will be perfect, but he'll be with you through it all. He'll be with you through it all. You'll never be alone. There'll always be a sense of joy inside of you if you really know him. Even through the tough stuff, it's like, man, God, I just trust you. Mm. I'm going to do two prayers tonight. One is, I'm going to give some of you who I was just talking to, who does, that you don't know Jesus as the Lord of your life, or maybe you've known him and you've walked away from him, you need to come home. I'm going to give you a chance to pray. But before I do that, I'm going to ask all of you to pray this with me. I just sense a heaviness on people. I've sensed it for years, and I just want to get it off of us so we can move forward together. And so I, I want to pray, and I want to tell you what I want to pray before we pray it. So you, your heart is in it, and you know if you want to pray this with me or not, about casting our cares on God because he cares for us. And so I want to pray with anybody that wants to pray that right now. I'm going to pray that with you. So if you want to do that, mean it though. That word cast means to throw, to throw, like throwing something away. You throw it to him. Doesn't mean you never think about it or pray about it again. It just means that you're not going to worry about it. You're not going to be in fear over it. You're not going to be anxious over it. You're not going to be angry anymore over it. You're going to trust him to deal with it. You're really, really going to give it to him and let him deal with it. So let's, let's pray that. I just sense we need to do that. So let's all pray this with me. Say, God, you said in your word that you want me to cast my cares, the things I care about, on you. Because you said you care for me, and I believe it. So right now, I cast all my care, all my worries, all my fears, all my relationships, my finances, my job, my health. I cast the care of it on you because I know you care for me. And I put your kingdom first. And I'll be salt, Lord, and light to those around me because I trust you that you care for me. And I will not carry the heaviness of these things anymore. Every time I think of it, I'll just say, God, it's yours. You care for me. Thank you, Father. That your yoke is easy and your burden is light. In Jesus' name, so be it. Now, listen, if, if you might have prayed that, but if you don't know the Lord as, 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 if you don't know Jesus as the Lord, Lord means boss, master, king. It means leader. It means he's, 
You're living and serving. Your life is to serve him because he gave his life to serve us. He's not asking you and me to do something. He hasn't done. He's not a two-bit dictator that doesn't live by his own rules or his own standards. He's not a hypocrite. He's already done what he's asking us to do. Except he died for us. He's asking us to live for him. And if you haven't done that, then he's, he's, your, he's God, but he's not your father. You're not in relationship with him. And he loves you. He wants to be, but it's your choice. He gives you a choice. You get to choose heaven or hell. You get to choose blessing or cursing. You get to choose serve God or serve Satan. It's, that's really the choice. Serve the world and its rules that Satan rules over, or God, and live by his rules, his ways. Experience his life. And I know, I know there's someone sitting here right now, probably more than one of you, Man, you're looking. You're looking. God's offering you exactly what you've been looking for your whole life. But it's your choice. It's your choice. We want to encourage you, all of us here. Choose Jesus. You won't regret it if you mean it. No games, no playing around. If you mean it, you won't regret it. So if that's you and you're, you're online and you want to pray for the first time or the next time, send us a message. Say, I'm praying for the first time or the next time right now. Send it right now. And then get ready to pray. However you want to get ready at home or wherever you're at. In this room, if you want to pray for the first time or the next time, on the count of three, raise your hand up and say, it's me. And put your hand down. You need to acknowledge it. You need to say, it's me. God, it's me. And then we're all going to pray together right after that. No strings attached. So here we go. One, two, three. Put your hand up and say, it's me. I'm going to get right with God. Thank you. All over this room. Ma'am, we're sitting right here in front of me. God has been speaking to you this whole time. I was so, I'm so blessed you raised your hand because it's like there's a light sitting over the top of you. And God is trying to answer things that you've thought about your whole life. He, he want, he's answering that. And the answer is this. Make him Lord and watch him work. Watch him do what he wants to do in your life. This is a special moment for you. For all of you that raised your hand, thank you so much. You're not going to regret it if you make a real commitment and you mean it. So let's pray with them, church family, those online, those here. Let's all pray together. Those who raised your hand mean this. Be sincere. God has a plan. Be sincere. Say this, say, God, I believe you are God and God alone. That you love me, that you love us. You love us so much. You gave us a choice. What we believe, what relationship we want to have. And you said, I love you first. Now you're waiting on me. I say to you, I love you back. I love you for sending your son to die for me, for my sins. I love you for raising him from the dead. And I thank you for that. You did all of that 
to save me, to rescue me from the slavery of sin in this life and its penalty in the next. Thank you for doing that for me. I believe it. And because I do, I ask that you forgive me of all my sins. And I receive your full pardon, your complete forgiveness right now. And I thank you. You remove my guilt, my shame, and any unforgiveness I'm walking in right now. In Jesus, I say to you, my life is no longer my own. You are the Lord Jesus Christ of my life. You gave your life for me. Now I'm giving my life to you. I trust you. Lead me. Teach me. Show me how to really live life to the full by your spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives in me right now. Thank you. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Come on, let's thank God. Let's celebrate His goodness. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Church on the Move, like our service times, or how you can connect with us, you can visit cotmroswell.com.